Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Okay, what I want to talk about today, doctors, is spinal kinetics technology that our board-certified medical radiologists use um, is FDA-cleared. So our radiologists now use an AI-assisted technology that seriously improves, seriously involves um, this area of excessive motion testing in the spine. So there's probably nobody that's been in the market longer than I have. So I know some of the, you know, eight track tape to vinyl record to cassette to, you know, I know the evolution of, of, of this area of the market and having the technology that we use FDA cleared is a serious evolution in the market. Having AI assistance is a serious evolution in the market that's going to let the procedure scale. It's going to allow the procedure to become a standard procedure, which I have said, and my mission in getting into this area and in this space was to make this a standardized procedure. I don't believe that anyone that has a spinal ligament injury or was working with a doctor that thinks they have a spinal ligament injury shouldn't have an excessive motion test. I mean, it's the only way that you can determine how badly injured the spinal support ligaments really are. Now, you can say there's other ways. There's going to be other doctors who say, oh, look, we can look at MRI and we can look at the inflammatory markers and we can, those are all highly variable. And I'm not saying that they're not good. Um, they are good, but there's nothing better than looking at excessive motion. It's a measurable phenomenon. It's a phenomenon that's understood. It's a phenomenon that's in guidelines. It's in impairment guidelines. It's in athletic return to play parameter guidelines. It's in uh, surgical guidelines. It's, you know, it, it's, it has super high consensus as to, you know, what's bad, what's abnormal, what's normal, uh, what's, what's um, you know, what, what's rateable in the AMA guides or what constitutes this level of excessive motion and instability for surgical guidelines. Um, and these things have been around for a long time. So it's not like they're brand new. Um, but the AI assistance for medical radiology in this area is really new. And it's really, really cool. Now, what is it going to be good for? It's going to be great for patients. Now, why is it going to be great for patients? It's going to be great for patients because patients out there in the acute injury model. So in other words, if a patient has an acute injury in the, in the injury space in the United States, um, there's a very high percentage of those people that are walking around with doctors who do not understand what is their actual injury. Matter of fact, Jim, Jim Morris in his book, uh, The Working Back System, who Jim, uh, Dr. Morris is one of the top, top uh, researchers at the Ohio State Research uh, Laboratory in Ohio State University and very, very well-known researcher. Um, you know, he states, William, sorry, uh, not Jim Morris. I'm thinking of somebody else. William Morris. Um, he states in his, in his book that 80 to 90% of low back disabilities do not have a precise diagnosis. 
You know, he states that, hey, impairment is very hard to determine because it's so, it's so uh, subjective. And it's really not subjective. But he states, there's only one where I've ever seen this stated. In his book, he has research that shows that when they sent the same low back injured patient to uh, 65 different independent medical examiners, it showed a disability range from 0 to 70%. And he said the problem with such subjective assessments that lack objective criteria is apparent from the lack of convergence of the assessment. In other words, there's such a big spread. So one of the things that the FDA cleared AI-assisted procedures that we now use does is it starts to standardize it. It, it increases the level of professionalism and the level of credibility of this type of testing. And it starts to standardize it so that patients can be working with doctors that get an accurate diagnosis of their condition. You know, I can easily cite to other research that says that, you know, the disc is, it's not that it's been overplayed, but, you know, there's research like the ligament injury connection to osteoarthritis published in the Journal of Prolotherapy in 2011 said that the case can be made that excess or even complete dependence on MRI has focused too much attention on the intervertebral disc and the vertebrae themselves to the exclusion of the ligaments and the facet joint capsules. When they say the ligaments, they're meaning the nine ligaments, the nine support ligaments that surround in a motion unit the disc and help to keep the disc in alignment as well. They state in that same publication that this component, non-disc ligament, of spinal stability is related to the support, health, and proper function of these tissues and often overlooked as a major, if not the major, source of pain and ultimate, degener ultimate degeneration. So it's great for patients. So everything that I do as a doctor, everything that I do professionally is to help people get a better diagnosis so that the end user can get better results in the market. Um, the end user right now is not faring well in the market. I mean, if you basically have an injury today to your spine, 55% or greater, 50% or greater, depending on what search research you want to look at, and in some cases, it, the, these statistics are even worse, have a 50% chance of never fully recovering. Now, that to me has always been a problem in the market with the doctors, not with the patients. And so one of the things that I looked at was, especially in the spinal injury market, it was a problem with the actual diagnostics. The actual diagnostics was not picking up the injury. Now, you have the ability to, you know, an excessive motion test has come a long way. When we got and are utilizing FDA-cleared technology and AI technology, we've just advanced it like 50-fold uh, and took a really big evolutionary step. Now, it's also good for doctors, right? So if it's good for patients, good for doctors, because now doctors can get a standardized test done with spinal, with spinal kinetics, right? And not only that, but they have the credibility of knowing that this is done by an unbiased, independent source using FDA-approved AI-assisted technology. State-of-the-art medical technology is being used at Spinal Kinetics. And, you know, that, that increases the doctor's credibility. It also is really helpful for the attorneys, right? Because the attorneys want to hear that, oh, I've, I, like I've never... Uh, 
been with an attorney where I said, hey, if you had a choice, would you like the treating provider to be doing this test? When you have a choice, some, in some cases you don't have a choice, but if you had a choice, would you rather have it the studies being done by an unbiased independent medical radiology service? And it's always yes. Now you add the FDA clearance of the methodology that we use and the technology that we use, and you know it just increases credibility. It makes it easier for them to resolve claims, and it also seriously helps the insurers. I've been a big proponent of when you're doing something in the injury market, it should be a win-win for everybody. There's no, there's no one in the injury market that's bad. Now, there's bad doctors, there are bad lawyers, there's bad insurance people, and there are bad patients. <laughs> Who's, who who maybe don't have the best interest of everybody involved in the market, but that's not the majority of the market, right? So even insurers, insurers should be able to trust. They should be able to rely on, okay, is somebody, is somebody, is something being done with a high level of credibility? Is something being done with a high level of professionalism that you can trust? And this helps the insurers to trust this type of testing. It also, lastly, helps employers, right? Employers are struggling in the United States with spinal injuries. Spinal injuries are devastating to the market. They're so expensive and there's, you know, people don't get better. And I've said for a long time, it comes from bad diagnostics. This article that I just read you, it, it comes from an over-reliance on the disc itself, right? The disc is fine. The disc is a good tissue. The disc is, you know, if you damage the disc, it's problematic. But the disc does not generally cause facet syndrome. It doesn't cause issues with facets. And there's so many other ligaments that are affected by uh, when you damage the spinal support ligaments. So, you know, that's what really becomes problematic. And so the other thing that I'm very excited about is this allows for the procedure to actually start to be utilized by medical imaging services, such as spinal kinetics. So, you know, we're just, we're excited about it. And we're excited about, I want to talk about it because again, for doctors, if you're using spinal kinetics with spinal kinetics, your credibility increases. I always wanted my testing when I was in private practice to be done by an independent, unbiased group other than myself, because the findings were so significant that I wanted them done independent of me. And I wanted them done independent of me, if possible. For some of you out there, it may not be possible for you. But I wanted them done independently by myself so that provider bias, the idea that the insurer was looking at me as a provider and saying, hey, you have bias. You know, you might, you might be able to make this study look worse than what it is so that you can actually try to get more care uh, substantiated. And I never wanted that. Uh, you know, I always wanted to really, hey, if I'm, if I'm doing my diagnostics, I want my diagnostics to be outside of my providers, outside of myself. Because again, the results are so significant. I saw the results were significant in 1995. That's how long I've I've been doing this work. It's a long time. So, you know, I I wanted it independent. I wanted to be able to say it was independent. I wanted in depositions, in trial, in, in, you know, insurance uh, 
back and forth communications or working with attorneys or even with the, the, the patients themselves, I wanted the test to be an unbiased test because it enhanced my professionalism and it enhanced my credibility. And it was just too easy to do that. I mean, it really, it, it really came down to that. It was just too easy to do that. So, um, doctors, I just wanted to make a quick, and, and anybody else that's listening to this podcast, I just wanted to make a quick announcement on that, run a podcast on it. I'm going to do a lot more with it, but I just wanted to, you know, announce that, that the system and the technology that we use, the AI assisted technology that we use in spinal kinetics is FDA cleared. And that's a big, huge milestone. If you're interested in spinal kinetics or setting up an account with Spinal Kinetics, you just call Spinal Kinetics at 877-508-9729. And if you're interested in our Smart Injury Doctors program, you just look us up at smartinjurydoctors.com. As usual, I thank you very much for your attention on this podcast, and I look forward to delivering another one to you in the very near future. Doctors, have a great day. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.